0: Well, we could do like last time, I'll assign a number to each one. Mm-hmm.
1: on the air you maniacs my name is darian i am back for another week of horror bullshit coming right to your car speakers or your earbuds or possibly over a loudspeaker pa system my main man jason harrell is in the house
2: hey 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 is
1: that fat albert i <laughs> fat albert everybody
0: (laughs) what's going on jason nothing living that fast-paced action-packed uh retiree lifestyle The retirement
1: lifestyle
0: consists of a lot of naps
1: i could see i would love to take a lot of naps i feel like i'm in a better mood after a nap (laughs) before the nap usually a little bit on the crappy
0: naps are great
1: i love it Nice. Really,
0: I can't think of another damn thing I'm doing with my life.
1: That's all. The, what else do you need to do?
0: I ain't complaining.
1: I would. I would just keep napping, <laughs> keep napping in the free world, big guy. As long
0: as it ain't a dirt nap.
1: How is the uh, Halloween decoration extravaganza coming?
0: It's exhausting, oh, uh, right. but it's it's coming along pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yep. How long do you think until you're done?
0: We think we could finish the bulk of it by this week. Oh, this, look this at weekend, you. Okay. So. It was
1: windy as shit last night, man. Anything get lost?
0: No, but we did have this. We we, had, we got this one witch prop that uh, kind of looked like she was ready for some hardcore fucking. <laughs> like she, she, aren't all witches? She got snapped uh, at the at the hips. Oh no! Uh, last year, so yeah. she just has this perpetual slumped over fuck me pose. All right. So I figured out a way to get around that, but then the wind took her, took the sails right out from underneath her.
1: Uh, you don't need to fix that, and you don't need to look in your front yard late at night. Well, either. as
0: as I was doctoring on her and stuff, I I because I, I had to kind of rip the dress apart and Ooh, stuff. Yeah. Somebody paid a little too much effort to the butt cheeks. Uh, Like, there was a lot of work there. She's got some perky tits, uh, too. That's
1: what I'm saying. You don't need to. She's fine the way she is.
0: Somebody really had a good time making this shit.
1: What time do your cameras turn
0: off?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on, man. Well, I tell you what, my friend. I haven't done a whole lot either, except play Mortal Kombat 1. Nice. Which I picked up uh, last Tuesday right before the show. That's pretty much been my whole week. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1. I just beat it uh, about 20 minutes before you walked in the door. 20 minutes later, the end credits are still rolling yeah. on the son of a bitch. There's a lot of people involved in this
0: There thing. are a lot of people.
1: And the credits will note every goddamn one of them, Jason, mm. girl. How was it? It was good. It's, uh, if you're looking for a Mortal Kombat story, it's like true to characters. It's not...
0: What's your what's your favorite game in the whole franchise? Oh god, from from the earliest to the most recent, I
1: think I go MK3 Ultra.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's probably my favorite.
0: That's probably the last time I played.
1: Yeah, that was the last time I really got into it. After that, it went into that weird three D combat where you could like circle around yeah, each other. I got god, really I crazy. stink
0: at that kind of stuff. Mortal
1: Kombat Nine, you could beat your dick clean off too. <laughs> Every female character just really had
0: like jacks, huh? <laughs>
1: huge bazongas and these low cut things. You're like nobody's gonna fight in that stuff. <laughs> Get out of
0: here! T- tactical gear, man. You
1: could uh, really go to town on yourself <laughs> if you wanted to. All right, enough about me and my penis, there, Jason. Mortal penis combat. <laughs> How about some regular horror stuff? We got horror news, listener man. Mortal
0: Kombat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why you get the big bucks. Here comes horror news.
2: Horror news.
1: What do you got there, Flapjacks?
0: <laughs> Only one bit of exciting news uh, that now has led to disappointing news. Oh, no. uh, AMC or, um, no, Cinemark uh, has released yet another horror-themed popcorn bucket. Okay. This one is Billy from Jigsaw with, oh. al- with illuminated eyes.
1: Oh. So they're
0: up in their game. Yeah. Um, but that thing was out of stock in a blink of an eye. Ah, went. shit. So I'm hoping that they actually sell them in the theaters when... Uh, yeah, the Saw movie actually comes, comes out. out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because so far we're we're doing pretty good at collecting these stupid y- things. Well, there's
1: only been one, right? It was Ghostface. Yeah, but
0: we've ex- we've expanded the collection into like other non horror. Po- there's a lot of popcorn buckets out there. Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Like
0: w- with our trip to Disneyland, there's like a, a mayor's car from Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Uh, there's like a zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Uh, there's a Madam. What is it, Leota from? Um, uh, haunted mansion okay so yeah we we're stacking them up
1: look at you go <laughs> this is what retirement leads to
0: yeah collecting pop brick-a-brack buckets.
1: is what it is <laughs> just like your grandma did uh i got some news for you my friend trailers are up for the fall of house of usher mike flanagan's mm-hmm. new netflix series i'm excited for it
0: yeah i look forward to that
1: uh you gonna resubscribe just to watch it or are you gonna yeah
0: i actually currently am subscribed oh look at you yeah
1: very cool Uh, Evil Dead the Game creators have announced that this is the end of new content for Evil Dead the Game. I'm okay with that, man. Yeah. It's very repetitive.
0: It looked very repetitive.
1: I mean, I guess, like, I can't really say that and say that Dead by Daylight isn't very repetitive, because it's the exact same fucking thing over and over again.
0: Yeah, but at least there's the novelty of character expansion. Exactly. I mean, how much... Can you really flesh out Evil Dead?
1: You got, like, five different versions of Ash. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's the turnoff for me. And then you got, like, Lord Henry, and you want to take him to the S-Mark map. How does that make any fucking sense? (laughs) Right. I don't know, man. I I have it. I play it every now and then. I'm not, like, you know, diabolical with it the way I am Dead by Daylight. And Dead
0: by Daylight with... You know, character expansion is also, you know, the moves and, and yeah, spe- gives you special perks. attributes.
1: Exactly right. And then you get, like, fun hairstyles for them. You know, look at me. <laughs> I got a uh, frohawk or whatever. Uh, how about this? Uh, Monster Squad. Coming to 4K Ultra with a documentary attached, Wolfman's Got Nards. Is this one going to find its way onto your shopping list,
0: Jason? <sighs> it's a movie I've actually intended on re-watching. I think it's a movie that I just can't get into.
1: I never could. I never but could. But it's
0: been a long long time since I tried.
1: I think the problem for me, it's same thing with Hocus Pocus. They're kids movies. I did I saw them uh when I was a kid, but I was already I was already underwater in the horror in the real horror movies. So right. by the time I saw them it was like this is scary, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and that was about it, really.
0: You know, this is bullshit. It don't even have Linnea Quigley's tits hey, in it.
1: Hey, I haven't seen a booby yet. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I don't care if she is in the third grade. Uh, what else we got here? The Mean One. Grinch-themed horror film. Ooh. Gets a release this October.
0: Interesting. Uh, so, Is he public domain now? Uh,
1: that's what I, exactly what I was going to say. I think all these... With the success of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, yeah, uh, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of this. Fun, oh, you funny better business. believe it. Yeah, uh, here comes the Grinch. I th- there was some talk about a Peter Pan horror movie. Yep, which I have to assume involves human trafficking, <laughs> right? It has to. Yeah, there's no way around that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: think Steamboat Willie hit public domain too. Oh, so, I mean, out. I can only imagine where that would go. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's going it, to, I mean, the Grinch could be scary, right? He's a, he's a scary looking dude. If you, you sure. know,
0: give him some. He's got those long kind of, uh, fluffy. subspecies fingers. Yeah.
1: And, uh, he's all green and kind of warty, I guess. <coughs> uh, what else we got here? Netflix has ordered a sequel to Troll. Remember Troll? The Norwegian. Oh, the kaiju. Norwegian one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did. I never watched it.
1: Uh, it it wasn't that great. Really, I listened
0: to a few reviews on it, though.
1: It's f- if you're really in the mood for a non lizard, Euro uh, centric kaiju, right? That's about as good as it's going to get, I suppose. I don't think I've ever been in the mood for a non lizard, Euro centric. Can't say I have, <laughs> but if I were, that would be <laughs> the one for me. I did that thing at the end where you got to feel sorry for the big monster that's crushing the city. I, that's not, I'm not a fan of that. I'd yeah. rather you nuke the fucking thing.
0: Sure. Get it over
1: with. I'm more of a Cloverfield kind of a guy. Oh, yeah. All right, that's all we got on the horror news there, Jason Harrell. How about some listener mail then? Roll it. Let's see what artistic liberties have been done to my face this week.
0: You know, I've heard you're a turd.
1: I, I, it's been said before. It's been stated and duly noted. <laughs>
2: listener mail
1: yeah buddy we got some emails and some voicemails let's start off things in bakersfield california okay <laughs> that's interesting uh it's tony subject line darian is a turd what <laughs> yeah, no, uh there is an attachment uh <laughs> I don't, i'm not even sure this makes sense tony uh he says you failed to mention next week's movie at the end of the last podcast get your shit together i know that tony and i did it on purpose to see if anybody was paying attention gold star of the episode goes to tony everybody and uh he's got a picture it says pounded in the butt by my own butt uh apparently my butt has flown off my body pounded grown angel in the wings butt
0: by my own butt
1: and now I'm, it's pounding me in the butt, apparently. Interesting. And it
0: looks like it has uh, barbed wire dangling out of it.
1: I believe that's pixie dust. I don't know. It's got angel wings <laughs> on it, but it's a butt. I don't know that it's my butt, but I have been. Look at, look at the body on me on that
0: You one. look great. Right? Yeah. Holy cow. Especially with that flavor saver.
1: Uh, yeah. God, that was a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Let's post some pictures of me with the weirdest facial hair possible. Hey, thanks for writing in, Tone. You're right, I did. Uh, uh, By now, you already know what this week's movie is, but uh, I will tell you right now what next week's movie is, in case I forget again at the end of the episode. Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. Suck on that, Tony. Let's get out to Sydney, Australia. Here comes, team.
0: G'day, mate.
1: Subject line, Jason is the sex.
0: I've been known to... (laughs) Yeah, you know, maybe uh, have that opinion make, here make and there.
1: Se- Make some sex at people.
0: <laughs> Very sexy.
1: Hey, now. What's up, y'all? How are we this week? I'm doing well, thank you. Let's go to the Terra Dome. This one was tough, as I like both fighters, but I'm going to go with Eddie the Werewolf. Darian, you made a compelling argument, but I'm a werewolf guy more than a vampire guy, and he looks cooler. I don't, don't know that he looks cooler than Angela Everhart, sir, but I'm going to go ahead and give you Eddie the Werewolf anyway.
0: I like that he's a greasy Pervo.
1: He is? Well, okay. I mean, it, you're mid-80s New York werewolf. I think you have to be a greasy Pervo. If you're living in New York in the 80s, you're I mean, you're
0: Purvo. just, you're morphing, you're killing, and you're going to Jack Shacks.
1: You're hanging out in the seediest fucking <laughs> glory hole. <laughs> 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 ah! uh, Meat Hook. Uh, uh, fucking horror, horror games. Number three, The Last of Us. He's with you on that one. Number two, Dead Island. Do you ever play Dead Island? I
0: did. First one. What
1: would you think of that one? It's fun. It's all right. It has like a cool little role-playing element where you can level your guy up as you go. Uh, Once you get into the underground conspiratorial side, it gets (laughs) kind of silly. Uh, Number one, Mixtape Massacre. Me and the family play that all the time, and we absolutely love it. Many thanks, Darian, for sending it to me. Darian, you are a phenomenon. I think I've got you. Anyway, that's it for me. Hope Jason is doing good. I love him. Love
0: Thanks you too. more. Oh. Boy, you mailed that thing to Australia, huh? would that run you, about $7,000? Yeah. yeah, and it
1: took a year and a half to get there, too. <laughs> that was perfect. Fucking, I just wanted to send him a board game. Yeah. It weighs, uh, what, 14 ounces?
0: Yeah, not much. <laughs> God
1: damn it. Yep, I'm still paying for that one, and my wife kicked me square in the nuts when she saw the price tag on that. It was more than I paid for the actual board game.
0: Yeah, I've uh, a few of the movies that I've bought... Uh, off of ebay from australia i mean it costs me as much in shipping as it does for the fucking blu-ray oh
1: i'm sure yeah right on dude that was it on the uh emails how about some voicemails all right jason let's kick things off in uh beautiful downtown anderson indiana here comes coop newcomb coop. oh shit
0: please
3: stand by Hey, Darian. What's up, Coop? I know who it is. Just Coop. calling to uh, give you my three on a meat hook okay. for this week. Was horror games. The, uh, horror video games.
1: I never said video I games. will
3: admit, uh, never really was a big video game guy, really at much of any point in my life. But okay. I did dabble in a few, uh, so I'm going to give you the three that I can remember. Okay. So number three was one I remember seeing at the arcade uh it was called Splatterhouse. Yeah, oh, buddy. So good. guy looked like Jason Voorhees, he but it wasn't, Jacked. I don't think he was like a killer going after kids. It would have been cool. I just cool remember was. the dude had like a hockey mask and a two by four. Yeah, his, trying to but, uh, his girlfriend. So that's Smack my number three. Um, my uh, number two as uh one of our buddies, uh, from the core at Edmundo uh, was one of the first people I ever knew that had a PlayStation or whatever it was uh-huh. and played the uh, Silent Hill video game. And I do remember thinking that was a lot more, uh, almost very horror movie. like oh, yeah. Uh, back then. That's a good really, one. Yeah, uh, good creepy game. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> this one, you're going to laugh. Uh, oh. maybe you, if you even remember it, uh, Xenophobe. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. playing this. Awesome. It's almost kind of like a ripoff of uh, Alien. Yeah. But yeah Anyway, that's all duck. I have for this evening.
0: I hope you guys have a good night, and I'll alright you later.
1: Beautiful. Thanks for calling
0: in, Coop. Yeah, I used to play the shit out of that.
1: Yeah, that one had like three screens going at once because you could split up, right?
0: Wow, well, was it? I had no friends, so it was just oh, me. Oh, so it was just you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I remember there was like a red team and a blue team and a yellow team. And like the blue team had a guy that was just a duck. He had like a duck for a head. Oh, was, I don't
0: remember that at all. He <laughs> would
1: just walk around. I just
0: remember like running around shooting like what looked like Xenomorphs. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they would creep up on you and they would hang down from the ceiling sometimes. I remember that one. It wasn't bad. Flatterhouse
0: was great.
1: Yeah, they they redid that one for the Xbox 360. And it was basically just a big heavy metal music video. Mm. But one of the unlockable things you could get as you went through the splatter house was torn up pictures of the guy's girlfriend naked. Yeah, nice. It's like, ha ah, yeah, gotta find a cheat code Yeah, for
0: I had one. it for the TurboGrafx-16. I had a TurboGraphic 16 I never had the TurboGrafx. I only owned the video game. Oh, dude. I loved the game so much that I bought the game just for the... Like I do my movies. I of buy for the box art. Sure.
1: In case a TurboGrafx-16 <laughs> should, should come, come down way. the pipe. <laughs> oh, that thing was crap, man. <laughs> was it? it was, the, the games were like those little... They're f- credit cards. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, yeah. That's good times. Uh, let's get back to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey yo! Hey yo!
4: Hey yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates
1: this week? We're here in
4: Midland. I do hope everyone is doing hell. Hey, I need to get in real quick, especially since I'm ready for you. I got you this time, Darren. You better man. In the educating department. You got just for be you. Creepers, aka phenomena. You nailed it. One of the most batshit crazy Bananas. fucking movies I've ever seen, man. It's got some fucking wackadoo shit in there. There's a monkey. Uh, but. Still enjoyable from, of course, Dario Argento. But, of course, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I got you this time for sure. Yep, you nailed it. So anyway, under uh, the what are you looking at department there, man? I did get to catch two
1: flicks. Okay. Uh,
4: one of them's not really a horror movie, but I think it's pretty beloved by horror fans. Okay, uh, I got to catch Turbo Kid. This is a oh, first time yeah. watch for me, and you know I've heard everybody talking good about it got to say, man, it's an enjoyable flick. Man. Sure. A little fucking out there, wild, but incredibly nostalgic for oh, all
2: yeah.
4: the uh, 80s flicks, the post-apocalyptic 80s flicks, man. Uh, if you've got that scratch and you you got that itch and you're looking for uh, something new to scratch it, man, give that, give that one a shot. I love it. That was fun. It is a good show. Uh, I also got to catch uh, Dario
1: Argento's
4: flick, uh, The Mother of Tears, yeah. Um, the third in the uh, Mothers trilogy. The Three Mothers, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. I have. Ah, I'm a Gento yeah. fan, and I did not much care for this one here. Uh, I feel like he was trying to do a little bit too much and trying to tie the, uh, the three movies together. Yeah. I, I think he's just better off just fucking making a good flick, you know, and uh, you don't even have to try and, and tie... Especially superior They were really trying to tie that yeah.
1: into it. Really hit but, that uh, one in the head. <laughs> unless
4: you're a Dario Argento completionist, the fucking Mother of Kier's, uh Three Mothers trilogy completionist, I'd say skip it, man. I've seen it. Uh, it well, was better than the Suspiria remake, though. I so, will give you, you know, that. got that fucking going for it. In you fact, got, there yes. was one thing, speaking of it, well, a couple of things, you know. Okay. I'm about halfway into the flick, and I thought to myself... Holy shit. This is going to be the first time I've seen a Dario Argento flip starring Asia Argento where she doesn't get nude
1: she's
4: like 14 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But sure it's fuck halfway through, you know, you got to you got to show them shit, which yeah. I appreciate. I'm okay I, with I don't it. Know, each their own. But uh yeah, so they had that. I'd say probably the best thing they had going for it is uh during the credits they had uh a duo of uh i know i'm gonna mispronounce the steep name i believe it's claudio shabetti <laughs> shabetti whatever the dude okay. from goblin yeah uh co-wrote a song or co-did a song with fucking Danny Phil from uh cradle of Phil. oh i thought it was pretty badass it, it's fucking you, you-
1: been a long time since i've seen that one there tom hardy he got gp'd of course um Dude, I'll tell you what though. I am actually a three mothers completionist. I've got Suspiria in uh, Inferno on Blu Ray. Trying to find a American or a, what is it? Region one, Region A, Region one, Region one copy of uh, Mother oh. of Tears on Blu Ray. Hmm. Not so easy. Or at least last time I checked. I don't Maybe know. Maybe there's
0: a region-free version.
1: Yeah. If you find one, let me know. I'll scoop that thing up. It's not that good. It's not a very good <laughs> Well,
0: one. I can certainly see why you want it.
1: Well, I, I'm a completionist there, Jason Harrell. But uh, it's, it's not very – it's very
0: um, – What's the name of it? Mother of Tears. It looks like it's only been released on DVD. Oh, that makes perfect sense. It's never been released on... Uh, according to uh, Blu-ray.com, I, it's I, only been released to DVD.
1: I could have swore there was like a German version somewhere on Blu-ray. I could be wrong. Mother of tears.
0: Yeah, all right. Doesn't look
1: like it. <sighs> Maybe it's... Uh,
0: and there's... Yeah, there's definitely been an American release of the DVD. Just the DVD.
1: mm mm-hmm. Ah, fuck off. I don't want a DVD.
0: <laughs> right
1: on. Uh, Yeah, I mean... You, if if I wasn't a completionist, I probably wouldn't want it. So there's that. He called back. G motherfucking P Joe.
4: G motherfucking P.
2: Oh. Hell, yeah.
4: Hell yeah! As I was saying, uh, you can definitely hear it both influences in that song straight away. And, okay. Uh, it's not it's not bad. It's not right bad. Other than that, though, I'd stay away from it. It's not not a great flick. Um. Oh, on the Terror Dome, got Yeah. Lilith from the Bordello of Blood. You are correct. Come on, man. you got to give me Lilith from the Bordello of Blood. a boy. This, all right? And she's not afraid to show him. That's true. So put me down for uh, Lilith. Uh, oh, on the Meat Hooks, the, the horror games. And I was kind of really scratching my head on this one. I don't, can't think of a whole lot of them, but I did come up with this game. It was called "Fear," uh, hmm. which I think was, it was an acronym for, like, First encounter oh, like assault recon. I yeah, think I, I think, think that, that was the it. acronym. Yeah, it was, you go that's a around, good, you shoot that's a good good game and game critters shit. and stuff. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. I had it on uh, another one I have to say was uh, I believe it's called One Night Werewolf or Werewolf for a Night. Oh yeah, it's a, a party game. It's a ga- it's like a tabletop game. Yeah, you know you can play with your kids and shit like that. It- it's fun. It's it's enjoyable. It's, sure, it's not very horror, but and then of course I guess Vampire the Masquerade. That was always. Uh, that was always cool. I always liked the uh, different classifications of the vampires. Oh, yeah,
2: the clans. It kind of made
4: sense. You know, you saw Nosferatu, no and he was all fucked up and, you know, fucking squirrely looking and shit. And then you see, like, Vlad the Impaler, and he's all debonair and suave. Well, wow. because they're different types of vampires. Different clans, I buddy. I, I guess that would have to be my three.
1: Right on. Anyway,
4: hope all is well. Love you, like family. Bye now.
1: Love you, too, Tom Hardy. See that? Vampire the Masquerade. Without making fun of my artwork, Jason
0: Harrell. <laughs> Is that all it's been? Yeah.
1: How about that, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Uh, well, we are right back to being tied in the Terra Dome this week. But we just so happen to have one more voicemail. It's from our main man in Alabama, Alan of the Cha-Cha.
2: Hello padded room what's up, what's up everybody's Alan? doing good um, let's see Terror Dome Jimmy Willis I just don't like the howling um, I get that Meat Hook horror games what do you think number one even though I'm gonna go a Manhunt oh. on PlayStation 2 I love that game
1: that was, that's one. good
2: number one number two I'm gonna go Mixtape Massacre yeah buddy because um, fun as hell board game like I said it. The instructions aren't like a miniature Bible. Exactly. Uh, so you set up a play. And done and done. number three, I'm going to go uh, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, uh, Mr. Darien, are you phenomenal? You got me. Uh, let's see. What did I watch this week? I watched uh, two Becky movies. I really liked those. That was good.
1: I haven't seen the I watched
2: movie. Poultry okay. Guys. I started it one time and didn't finish it because it's like, this movie's fucking shit. Well, finishing it...
1: The movie's fucking shit.
2: It's, it's made my bottom five list. It knocked, um... <laughs> it follows off. Now my bottom fives, Halloween Ends, Veronica, Pultry Geist, and The Village.
1: Okay. Because
2: uh, that wasn't even a It was Mark and wrong Anyway, uh, I think that's all I got. Uh, yeah, it
1: is. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Surprise Beautiful.
0: Surprised we didn't hear Demon Wind on there. I know. What happened to Demon
1: Wind, Alan? <laughs> God, he went off on that one. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. Uh, Becky movies, you seen them? Yeah. Would you, did you see both of them?
0: Yeah, I enjoy them.
1: I got to see the second one. I really like the first one, though. Com-
0: yeah, big difference in tone. Okay. Um, definitely. Yeah, I figured it yeah, would Yeah, it's be. like a... Uh, an, adolescent john wick at this point oh great (laughs) just what we need but it's still fun you know you go into it knowing it's going to be absurd yeah uh, yeah it's a good time
1: did you ever play manhunt for the playstation 2
0: uh i don't know what's it about
1: uh you're basically a death row inmate that gets saved and then put into this uh hunt him down and kill him game show i did the uh, the way to do it, I had the the headset. Mm-hmm. So what you could do, the the guy that was like talking shit to you the whole time, it was Brian Cox, the the actor. Yeah. So, but if you put your headset in, he would talk directly into your ear while you're playing. That was pretty cool, man. That is cool. <laughs> but he's talking shit the whole time. Oh, run, you little bitch! Chase me, chase <laughs> me! You're like a little fucking girl, aren't you? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Geez. That's awesome. Right. It was a lot of fun, though, man. And the, the different criminal gangs, so savages. There was a, a white supremacist gang that said some really mean and hateful things.
0: Yeah, I think there was a game called Manhunter, Manhunter uh, for PC in the late 90s. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking at first.
1: Nice. Right on. Well, that's all we got on the listener mail, man. You got anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, Coop Newcomb, Tony, or uh, Tim?
0: Thanks, boys.
1: You guys are the best, but you already knew that. Let's do a movie, shall we?
0: Let's do.
2: No more pencils, no more books, no more teachers' dirty looks. The students at Harrington High have always suspected their teachers were from another planet. Is this going to be on the test? This is the test. This time, they're right. These six students won't just question authority. They'll have to destroy it. Critics are calling it hip and scary. A thrilling ride from beginning to end. The faculty. Please report to the principal's office. <laughs>
1: It's The Faculty, Jason. Yeah, boy. 1998. Got an R rating, 6.6 stars on IMDb. Uh, written by David Weckler, directed by Robert Rodriguez. I forgot he directed this. Uh, stars Robert Patrick, Clea Duvall, and Usher, along with Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, and just a cameo du jour of all of our favorite people from the 90s, B.B. earth if I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. um, Piper Laurie. Jonathan Stewart Selma Hayek for Christ's sakes yep look out buddy Darian just went right back to high school
0: <laughs> oh boy
1: and he took his boner with him <laughs> so we start off in a uh, what I guess you would call like a teacher's conference area. Right. Like they're basically just it's the principal and like three of her favorite teachers. And what I think is I think Piper Laurie was like her secretary to start with, wasn't she?
0: I don't know what she was playing.
1: She seemed like I, I don't think she was a teacher. I don't think she had a class. She was like an administrator or something. But uh, they're explaining to the different teachers that the funding is cut for almost all of their special projects because everything in this town is centered around high school football and the football players need new jerseys and knee pads and anything else they want because that's where all of their funding has to go because that's where the alumni and the various uh, school board members came from. And it's kind of fucked. You got B.B. Newworth playing the uh, principal. The principal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was her name? Judith? No, not Judith. Was it Judith Crane? She was Fraser- Lilith. Lilith. Lilith Crane. Mm-hmm. I always thought she was hot. I did, too. With that tight little bun she always had. (laughs) Hello, Fraser. That dominatrix look about her. (laughs) I like it. I like a businesswoman.
0: (laughs) That that not a single floating around blood cell to her name. And The only person I know paler than me.
1: (laughs) 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 I like a pale young lady. Uh, That's pretty cool. And then they kind of dismiss for the night, and then they go home. And then the next day, we get to see, like – this school, as it is in action. Um, typical 90s school, buddy. I love it. Remember the 90s? Were you in high school in the 90s?
0: Graduated in 92. Look at you. yeah.
1: I graduated in 96.
0: Mm-hmm. Um...
1: We're both a little too old to appreciate this level of high school.
0: Well, I still hung out at high school.
1: Uh, well, I, you still do. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, but like this was kind of my, uh, I was, it was tapering into, as I was graduating, this, this style, like you had the, uh, the frosted tips, you had those college boy sweaters. Um, well, of course we were all trying to grow facial hair, usually unsuccessfully, um, what else did you have? The the really baggy Jinko jeans. Remember mm-hmm. those? Um, bowling shirts. A lot of bowling shirts, as I recall. Anyway, this is where we're at, and we're seeing like the typical school, white America, small town school behavior. You got the jocks bullying the the dorks. Elijah Wood is showing up. His name is Casey. He's one of the dorks. So, huh. I, I,
0: I often wonder. D- how many people actually witnessed this level of bullying?
1: I never did. Like
0: in grammar, like elementary school, we had this one fucking asshole, but mm-hmm. it was also like, you know, fourth and fifth grade kids. Yeah. And the, the extent of it was like pinching each other. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, you know, shaming you into suicide. No, no.
1: And it <laughs> so, was usually amongst themselves. You know what I mean? Like the jocks all hung out and they would give each other wed- wedgies and things like that.
0: Yeah. I never saw like just. A whole school berating one no, one I, person. You know,
1: really saw that either. Um, you know, we would as in your group of friends, you would give each other shit and fuck with each other. Yeah, uh, I took a crap in a kid's backpack once.
0: Of course you did. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, because uh, I
0: was wondering why my backpack stunk so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a whole other story. I was led to believe that he. What did he do? Oh, he egged my house. I I don't know if it was some, but my house did get egged. I can tell you that. Yeah. So I was led to believe that he was the ringleader of that little group of. Might may have just been him, but either way, I sure. swiped his backpack and took. a <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, it was a messy one too, man. I had uh, what did, I think I had a hot dog or something for lunch by six period. It was go time. Yeah. And I specifically saved it up. Cause oh, that
0: poor kid's I, backpack just full of shit, hot dog, and gerbil fur. Uh,
1: there was a couple of books in there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there was some, some other stuff. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough about that. We're going to meet these kids. You got Casey. He's the dork. He doesn't really get fucked with. But, you know, I mean, he does. But it's usually just a, hey, faggot. It smells like faggot in here. You know, the usual dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Who else we have? We have uh, Stokely. She's our resident goth girl, played mm-hmm. by Clea Duvall. Gotta have one. Uh, she is just typecast into lesbian roles, left and right. And it's, I mean, she is a lesbian, so that makes sense. It's kind of typecast. But uh, she, I don't think I've ever seen her wear a dress. Ever.
0: Didn't she have one? Oh, well, fast forwarding to, huh. to the end of the movie. She might
1: have. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, What else we got here? We got Delilah. She's the preppy girl. We have Stan, the captain of the football team. We have um, a a curious figure named Mary Beth who just showed up. She's the new girl. Sweet little thing. Hey, y'all. Cute as a button. uh, From Jason's trailer park, I'm sure. Uh, Southern draw. She says she's from Atlanta. So she's trying to make new friends. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, y'all. Uh, I think that's it, right? Am I forgetting anybody? Oh, Josh Hartnett. What was his name? Zach. Zeke. 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 And he is the resident...
0: Nerd-turned-drug-dealer. He has the worst hair in Hollywood. I didn't Hollywood. understand his hair. Like, not only in that movie, but just so many movies. His hair is fucking terrible.
1: I thought he looked okay in uh, Lucky Number Eleven. Oh, you would have hit it, huh? Sure. Nice. I mean, he needs to do some <laughs> sit-ups, but uh, what else? 30 Days a Night? I thought he wore a hat most of the time, but I thought he looked all right. All right, anyway, those are those are the kids that we're looking at here. Um. We're going to meet the uh, football coach played by Robert Patrick, the T-2000, Mm -hmm. and he is the most high-strung football coach you're ever going to see. The coachinator. He is fucking throwing water bottles and telling people to shut the fuck up, and we got to win this game, you motherfuckers. Get your lazy ass over here. Uh, I empathize with him. (laughs) Having coached flag (laughs) flag football for a bunch of six-year-olds, I can tell you right now they will bring that level of stress that level of hostility right out of you in no time. Uh, Stan is about had it with the coach's shit, and Usher is one of his uh, his football players. Usher has like four lines in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Stan is thinking about quitting the team, but he's dating Delilah. Delilah doesn't want to date a non captain of the football team, so she's like, "Hey, if you quit, then we're going to break up." So he's like, "Okay, well, I don't want to date you either. So piss off." Um, who else we got we're gonna meet uh, we have an alcoholic teacher who keeps uh, teaching the same lesson over and over again played by the guy from uh, Lord of Illusions yeah that guy that guy you see he was in uh, Super Troopers
0: yeah he's in a lot of things he is yeah um, he was like the rival police department chief
1: yeah, yeah 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 Uh, what else we got we got oh we're gonna meet uh, Professor Edward Furlong yeah <laughs> This movie is full of little winks and nods. I, I just noticed uh, Professor Edward Furlong, played by Jon Stewart, mm-hmm. who is the biology professor, chemistry something,
0: uh, chemistry I think, something
1: like that. Um, weird seeing Jonathan Stewart like trying to act. Yeah, it seems just kind of weird and yeah. out of place. It's he's not seemed, an actor. Seem
0: like Jon Stewart, he, like he's reading should be some lines,
1: sitting behind a desk with a coat and tie on. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, what else we got here? Baby New Earth, of course, is the principal. We have Piper Lori running around. So yeah, anyway, I
0: really don't know what in the hell she did. She
1: didn't teach a class. She had to be be like a secretary or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh everything's going pretty pretty copacetic. Uh Casey's out taking pictures. He's got a camera with him because he's the photographer for the school paper. He's out on the football field and he notices a little uh creepy crawly thing, so he picks it up and takes it into the uh The biology lab, because he doesn't know what the hell it is. So Professor Edward Furlong uh, takes it and, like, pokes and prods at it a little bit. He's got the other kids looking at it. It's very interesting. What is this? They dump some water on it accidentally, and it reacts. So then they put it in a fish tank. And it immediately grows uh, tentacles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, oh, look at that fucking thing. So he's like, well, I'm going to reach down there and grab it and send it to the university. It's
0: the most scientific thing to do. Of
1: course, which means it causes it to duplicate itself. Okay, crazy. While that's going on, uh, somebody approaches the, heist, the uh, football coach. This is where I'm getting shades of the thing right here. Because we don't know who patient zero is yet. Anyway, the coach has now been approached. Now we cut to after school that night. uh, We have another teacher meeting, and the coach is there for this one. And after everybody leaves, the coach kind of gets inappropriate with the principal.
0: Mm -hmm. He's like,
1: hey, I wanted to get you alone. And she's like, you've been drinking, you nasty fucker. And uh, for a second, I thought they were going to have sex. Sex. I wish they would have. (laughs) Uh, But they don't. Instead, the coach takes a a pencil and stabs it through uh bb newworth's hand mm-hmm. and she's like ah and he's like i always wanted to do that and then uh he chases her around for a little while and then they uh she runs out the door uh her and piper Lori manage to chain the door shut while the coach is chasing him and then out of nowhere piper Laurie produces a pair of scissors and just stabs the living shit out of bb newworth yep and then she's like i always wanted to do that all right so now something weird is afoot at this high school jason very creepy All right, so that's interesting. From there, we're going to cut back to the next day where we have like a little uh, meeting with uh, Delilah and Casey because Delilah is the editor of chief, editor in chief for the paper, and Casey's the photographer. And to make a long story short, uh, they decide they want to get some dirt on one of the teachers, so they sneak into the teacher's lounge and start going through people's purses and wallets and stuff. Uh, they find Selma ha- Selma Hayek is the uh, nurse there. So they find her asthma medication, and they're like, oh, she's doing pills. <laughs> but then the, the door swings open, so they hide in a closet. Uh, this is the perfect opportunity to have sex. Yes. Especially if you're a kid. And then you get to say you did it in the teacher's lounge, Jason. That
0: would have been great.
1: Opportunity is knocking on the door, and you're missing out. Uh, anyway... Uh, the coach and the uh, Piper Laurie come in, and they're like, oh, we got to get more kids. we got to get more teachers. We've th- th- got to get these, uh, you know, we got to get it out there. Apparently, they tried to do it to the old lady, the old G. What was was her, geography or something, teacher? But she was too old. Way too old. So she started falling apart when they gave it to her. (laughs) And then she staggered into the uh, boys' locker room, into the showers, while Stan was trying to take a shower. And she's just, like, falling into blobs of flesh on the floor. Uh, That's gross. They're like, oh, shit, well, she was too old. It's not going to work. So Delilah and Casey are in the closet listening and watching this whole thing. In walks Selma Hayek. And she's like, she's sick as a dog. She's like, I got to take some medicine. <laughs> they grab her and they hold her down on the couch. And this is where we find out the body of the old lady is stashed in the closet with them. Uh, it comes flopping out and uh, causes Delilah to scream. So they both go hauling ass out there and the teachers go chasing. Him. Um, they run out there. They grab somebody else or they call the cops, don't they? And they're like, they just attacked uh, Nurse What's-Her-Name, and they put something in her ear. So the cops come back with Casey's parents. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize who played uh, Casey's dad?
0: Yes. Uh, shooter to- McGavin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh,
1: the cops come back with Casey's dad, and they're like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, they attacked Nurse What's-Her-Name, and they, they put her in some kind of a coma. Or actually, they go out, and the principal is the first one they grab right Mm -hmm. so she's like what they attacked her are you serious and then the nurse walks out and she's like hey i'm right here i'm fine and they're like what no they held her down and they put something in her ear and she's like uh i don't know and then they like start slowly creeping towards the kids that's when they go hauling ass out of there uh casey trips and falls and delilah just leaves him. thanks bitch yeah (laughs) uh and then casey comes back with his parents and the cops and they're like what the hell just like she's like there's there's a dead body in that closet it's the old lady so the cops and the parents go in there like okay we know it's just a crazy kid but we have to look anyway they find a cpr dummy in there mm-hmm. and they're like okay you're you're uh what are you on drugs or something and right at right before shooter mcgavin leaves robert patrick gives him the pow <laughs> you got me again robert rodriguez you son of a bitch um,
0: Yeah, so- they had also draw uh- gotten the cops to come back into uh like a private yeah little yeah office One, too. Like,
1: yeah like the the two cops so they're slowly getting people alone mm-hmm. so they can put the the creepy crawly in their ear and make them part of the collective or whatever very cool very uh very gnarly next day at school um okay at this point casey and delilah are the only ones that know about this uh Casey tries to sneak out of his house that night, but just falls out of his second story.
0: Terrible rope. effort.
1: <laughs> uh, clearly, he's, this isn't somebody who's used to sneaking out at night, so could have put a little more effort and maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe a rappelling rope or something. <laughs> just flop out of there. Uh, but uh, he gets caught, and the teachers are right there at his front door, and they take him back upstairs, or his parents do, and the teachers vanish. Uh, next day, uh and Delilah we're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on so Delilah like grabs Casey and pulls him into the, the ladies room and here's another golden opportunity to have sex with each other that you missed uh, she's like what the hell I don't know something's going on what if it's aliens what if it's a satanic cult it could be anything They're they're getting the police and everybody involved Okay, well, what about that sci-fi girl, the Dorcas? Well, let's go see if she knows anything. Re- <laughs> referring to Stokely, the resident angry lesbian. Uh-huh. Uh, so they go. Delilah goes and talks to Stokely, and she's like, "What could it be? I don't know. It's science fiction. It doesn't really have." Well, what about what happened in Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Uh, well, we lost, and we all got our bodies snatched, and the, but there was like pods left over. So if there's like a pod thing, we could find that. But have you seen any pods? No. Okay, well, it's science fiction anyway, so it's naturally probably not going to happen. Okay, well, there's still science involved, so maybe some kind of alien thing is going on, so how do we stop it? I don't know. So, they're while well, they're kind of doing their scuba gang, sc- scooby gang thing, and like going around and talking to people, they remember the creepy little nugget fucking wormy thing that they found on the football field and is now in uh, Professor Edward Furlong's fish tank. So like, oh, let's go check that thing out. There's two of them now, right? Yeah. So they go in there. While all that's going on, uh, Zeke, the drug dealer, and the – what's her name? Mary Beth, the new girl, are having like their own little romantic walk through the school.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, this is one thing I never understood and how it somehow became part of mainstream media as it pertains to high schools. I was in high school. Uh, I spent four long years there. Never once did I come upon an empty classroom where I could just go in and hang out
0: with my friends. A lot of empty classrooms. A lot
1: of empty classrooms, a lot of empty hallway, a lot of just kind of moseying about. during Not not goddamn if you crack a book or actually <laughs> do some fucking homework. Yeah. But a whole lot of uh, just kind of hanging and uh, doing whatever you want all day. Regardless, uh, Mary Beth and Zeke are having like a romantic <laughs> stroll through the, uh, the whole school. And eventually he pulls her into a chemistry lab, which is apparently right next door to uh, Edward Furlong's bio lab or whatever it is. So they go in there to make out. And they actually do start making out. Good for them. Uh, But then they overhear the conversation happening next door about alien invasions and shit. So they decide they're going to have some fun with these fucking assholes. And they go in there and act like they're all, oh, we got aliens in us. oh. And they're like, well, okay, you motherfucker. How about you just calm the hell down? We, you weren't even invi- invited in this conversation. So they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. So while that happens, Professor Edward Furlong himself shows up, and he's like, hey, what are you guys talking about? What's going on here? And they're like, oh, you notice everybody's been acting kind of weird? Weird how? And as he's, like, kind of baiting them, he's walking around and locking the doors and drawing the blinds, and then he's just like, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Let's do it the easy way, and then he like starts grabbing at uh, Stokely, and then Zeke pulls out. He, okay, so he manufactures his own drug, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes, made out of caffeine pills and quote unquote household items. Yeah, and he sells it to kids in the form of uh, Bic pens, mm-hmm. like single shot. Like yeah. snorters. Yeah. By the way, he it's sold... like a pixie like, stick. Yeah, kind of, but you snort it instead yeah. of dumping it on your tongue like you're supposed to. By the way, he sold like four of them to Danny Masterson.
0: He did. Who's now, That's probably why I went raping. Who's, I was going to say, who's
1: now looking at a 30-year sentence? <laughs> Crazy fuck. No more of that shit, Zeke. <laughs> uh, so now we get a little struggle. He's like... Uh, cho- um, Edward John Stewart, Edward Furlong, is like choking... Um, casey and throwing him around the build the room and then stan shows up and he's trying to like help and then eventually zeke is like i right, get back and he takes his little pen drug shooter thing and sticks it in jonathan stewart's eyes and then he's um that's kevin mccray right there in the hat yeah yep fucking guy's doing commercials now <laughs> uh anyway Uh, He stabs uh, Jonathan Stewart in the eye with his drug pen thing and then he just kind of – it's kind of like salt on a snail. He just like dissolves into a bunch of muck. So, oh, shit. Now what's going on? While all that was going on, uh, random kids are being called back to the office for – Interviews. Interviews, transitioning, whatever you want to call this fucking nonsense. So at this point – Snatching. Snatching Mm -hmm. is what it is. Uh, So at this point, we have Stan, Stokely, Casey, Delilah, Zeke, and Mary Beth. Six kids. And they're like the – we know we're human so far anyway. They're they're like the Antarctic team pretty much. (laughs) Yes. And they've got to get the fuck out of the school before anybody else realizes that they are not assimilated yet. So we get a pretty cool little sequence of them nervously making their way to Zeke's car, and like going through the crowd, and a bunch of people are watching them and like giving them the stink eye and whispering about them and stuff. Uh, they make it to Zeke's car and they're like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here as fast as we can." They get uh, hauling ass out of the high school and make it back to town, but now like random streets are blocked off by the police, so we have to assume that the police are now assimilated, also. Uh, so then we go back to Zeke's house. Again, we have the trope of the traveling parents who apparently do not give two shits about their kid, which happens in every teen, not just horror, really every teen movie. Every movie that has a bunch of teenagers, there's going to be three or four kids whose parents just don't exist. Yeah. Jason. Oh yeah. They're figments of their imagination. Yep. No rules these kids.
0: Must <laughs> be great. Uh they just uh everything's paid for. And no supervision. Food
1: deliveries every Tuesday night, I guess. Just do whatever you want, buddy. Uh, so Zeke, Zeke takes him into his weirdo meth lab and he's like, okay, here's what we know. And he's got his Bunsen burners and all of his shit and he puts a pair of glasses on. So we know Zeke is actually a learned, he's serious, a learned scholar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's like, okay, well, it's got to have something to do with moisture because we saw what happened to, uh, Edward Furlong there. So he starts making up a big batch of his fucking super drug or whatever it is. Great, good to know. And now we get our very uh, thing esque sequence here in the in the drug den, where mm-hmm. suddenly, oh, how, how do I know you're not one of them? No, I'm not
0: one of them. How do I know you're not one of them? Snort my scat. Okay, well, yeah, they
1: called it scat. <laughs> scat. I don't want anything to do with scat. No, <laughs> it's not going in my Especially nose in your for nose. sure.
0: <laughs> God, I'm really into the scat play.
1: Oh, right there, poopy <laughs> pants. <laughs> So now, in order to prove that we're all human, we all have to do a hit of Zeke's scat, quote unquote, to to prove it. And this is where we get the uh, this is uh, the blood test at the Antarctic base.
0: So if base. this, I mean, what in the hell could possibly be in this scat to make them so giggly? It's supposed to be mostly caffeine, caffeine pills. I assume some sugar, maybe sure. a little Clorox. That ain't gonna make me giggle. I don't think it's gonna dry
1: me out either. You know, I think it's probably, it's got to have maybe like a salt, sodium concentrate
0: or something. So, going back a little earlier, uh when Zeke and Mary Beth, is it? Yeah. When they were, uh you know, just Thinking trotting around about, the fucking yeah. the school, he offered her some. Yeah. She refused it.
1: Said she was allergic she to aspirin. She said she was
0: allergic to aspirin. Now, I don't remember him saying there was aspirin in it, but... Let's assume maybe there is aspirin in it. Okay. So maybe the scat and the reason that it killed John Stewart was maybe it thins the blood. Okay.
1: I don't know. I mean, but, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. That's better than anything I could come up with.
0: Yeah. Or I guess, yeah, may, may, maybe it does dry them out. Yeah. Because they do need that constant hydration. They,
1: standing out in the sprinklers yeah. and uh, all that fun stuff.
0: Anyway. They, it's very salty. It's got
1: to be, right? So anyway, uh, they first Casey takes the hit and he gets all giggly. Then Stan he gets all giggly. Uh, Zeke has a random gun just hanging around there. I mean, you got a meth lab, I suppose you want to protect it. You need one, of course. Uh, I think Zeke took one, uh, and then it was down to Marybeth and Delilah, and they're like, "I'll take you. You take it first. I'm not gonna take it first. Oh, I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take. It. I'm. Not, I'm. I know I'm human." Delilah or uh, Mary Beth is like, I told you I can't do it. I'm allergic. Um, (laughs) Nailed it. Is that right? Yeah. Eventually, they agree to both take it at the same time. We see uh, Delilah hit it, and we think we see Mary Beth hit it at the same time. And then Delilah's face like breaks out into creepy crawls. Wiggle worms, yeah. Yeah, and oh shit, she's one of them. She's like, what? I'm not, I, don't, I don't even know what happened. And then, she's, then, then Zeke just grabs a gun and shoots her in the head. Boom. We're jumping to some conclusions here, Zeke. Maybe take a minute before you start uh, <laughs> unloading the gat. Uh, now they're like, oh shit. Or no, she didn't she try to escape or something? dude i don't recall i think somebody escaped they ran out and got into a car driven by the old guy i think it was delilah yeah
0: that was delilah yeah yep because the uh drunk teacher was out there
1: that's right and they go hauling ass so they're like oh shit well now they know where we are we gotta go uh but before they do they come up with this uh, stokely has this idea that she read in a one of her sci-fi novels that they're all part of a hive mind and if they can find the hive queen and kill her everybody will go back to normal. So we are basing this she, hi- she
0: watched lost boys that's what it is <laughs>
1: that's what it is We are basing this the this hypothesis and this borderline suicide mission on a something a sci-fi nerd read yeah and that's what we're going with. okay all right. Got to keep the plot moving somehow, I suppose.
0: I mean, there's as okay, let's assume she is some kind of sci-fi dork or whatever it is. And right. she, she's like, okay, well, I saw a reference to this hive mind collective thing sure. in numerous articles and periodicals and different things. Well, there's just as many that don't say that. It, correct. But for the sake of this narrative, it's going to work. We're going to have to <laughs> go with it. And that's what,
1: we're, that's what we're doing, dude. So here we go uh so where where's everybody gonna be they're all going to the big football game tonight okay we think that the principal is going to be the the hive queen because she's the principal and she's kind of a position of authority so that makes sense we got to go get her so uh we go to the football game big to do fireworks pyrotechnics
0: Uh, Clotheslines,
1: (laughs) clotheslines, a lot of ass kickings. Every time a player on the opposing game uh, team gets tackled, he immediately gets a creepy crawly put on him, Mm -hmm. and then you know he becomes part of the collective. Also,
0: got the the audience holding up kill signs. Yeah,
1: well done. Uh, They go there. They start looking around. They duck duck into the uh, gymnasium where they're going to try and come up with a plan. They find that uh, pres- uh, the principal is there. Like, okay, we got to get her alone. And then she just comes walking in by herself. So then they're like, get her! Uh, they get her. They try to fucking give her some of the drug. And I should also mention that Zeke's drug lab got uh, smashed by Delilah before she hauled ass out of the door. Yep. Uh, so they have a very limited amount of drugs. So... Uh, Big struggle. She, they're trying to make her snort the the pen drug thing. She's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, eventually, she breaks free, and then Ze- Zeke shoots her in the head. Bam! Like, well, uh, blood starts coming out. And they're like, what if she wasn't one of the fucking things? Yeah. Zeke, <laughs> he's like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. But then she pops right back up, and she's like, ah. So they stab her with one of the pen drug things. And if you're paying attention, you'll notice this part's a little fishy because Mary Beth just grabs the remaining drugs and dumps them all on uh, mm-hmm. uh, the principal, yeah. which causes her to dissolve like a, like a snail. Okay, that's a little suspect, but nobody else seems to notice or care. So they're like, okay, well, we, he's got a few more of the pen shooters in his car, so we can go get those. Uh, but if the real problem is that if she wasn't the Hive Queen, then who is? So now we're looking around, we're looking out at the uh, football field. It starts raining, so the football game clears out. Like except- they couldn't
0: just jump to the other conclusion, which is, hey, she was probably the queen, but I guess killing the queen doesn't save everybody else,
1: right? Which would also be a reasonable. They conclusion. really
0: needed this narrative to play out.
1: You know, you got to keep the plot moving, I and it. you got to find a way <laughs> to s- save the day somehow. There, Jabo, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you uh so away we go again uh off to find uh this time Stan's like you know what I think it's the coach it's got to be the coach because they look outside and they say they see the coach and like half the football team is just like doing a sun god worship thing as it's raining and catching all the moisture so it's got to be the coach so Stan's like I'm gonna go get him I'll bring his ass back lock the door behind me and then of course of course Stokely grabs him and makes out with him and she's like I didn't want to let you go before I did that okay So he goes out. They're all like, oh, yeah, go get him, Stan. All right. 14 seconds later, he comes running back. Hey, let me in. Let me in. He's chasing me. And they're like, what? Wait, how do we know it's you, Stan? I don't know. Just let me in. We'll talk about it inside. Come on, he's chasing me. You got to let me in right in. So they hand him one of the pen shooters. They're like, snort that, and then you can come in. He's like, okay, fine. And instead, he just pops it up and dumps it on the ground. And now we know Stan is one of them, too. Well, shit. Uh, Stan is trying to get his way into the gym to get at the rest of them. At this point, we're down to, um,
0: Frodo, Casey, Hair,
1: yeah, Delilah, or not Delilah, uh, Stokely, Mary Beth and Zeke. We're down to four, Jason. Uh, scary stuff. Uh, banging, kicking around, all that stuff. Uh, the football players are trying to get in. The coach and all the teachers are trying to get in. They're trying to hold them off. We got to get to Zeke's car to get more of the uh, pen drug stuff. So we devised this insane idea. We're going to just make a run for it. It's just Casey and Zeke. And Casey's going to go running one way, and then Zeke's going to go get to the car while Casey leads him away. Uh, we got a pretty cool little sequence there with the school buses where they're like, he's ducking into one as they're jumping into another one, and they all come in and he jumps out of the roof. I thought that was pretty cool in the rain, too, which was awesome. Well, that's going on Zeke goes and gets it goes and gets in his car, gets the stuff, and then Delilah pops out and she's like, "I'm going to get you, you fucker." So, and he can't really outrun her, so he just jumps in the car and punches the gas, uh, loses control, smashes into a telephone pole, kills Delilah. No,
0: that was um what Was that? That was uh Jean Grey.
1: Oh, um, Famke Jansen. Famke, yeah. I forgot. She was hot <laughs> in this
0: one she was a little awkward
1: at first but once she got the creepy crawly she slutted it right up uh anyway yeah that was her and then uh but he gets kind of injured in the wreck too so he's just kind of like laying around uh,
0: yeah she got full-on decapitated
1: yes and her head grew little oh boy <laughs> <laughs> G- d- <laughs> bobbling <laughs> its way back to the car and it like
0: fused back to her body is yeah, stupid <laughs> in that late 90s cgi very death becomes her
1: yeah god damn it anyway uh While uh, Casey's like bobbing and weaving, avoiding everybody, he makes it back to the uh, gym. Um, uh, Stokely and uh, Mary Beth are there. Uh, They're kind of running around trying to stay away from the doors and the windows to stay away from the football team. Um, This is about the time that we find out who Patient Zero is because... Mary Beth turns into Cthulhu,
0: yeah, <laughs> and she
1: basically we get like a little snapshot of her like emptying the pen cap and then pretending to snort it before mm-hmm. in the uh, drug lab, so she's like, "Oh wow, look at you, and she turns into this big slimy tendril thing, uh starts chasing these two around um, Casey, I think gets knocked out for a second and then Stokely runs into like an equipment cage and a locker uh he comes back he wakes up and then comes back to help her and then um zeke pops back in <clears throat> with some more of the drug stuff um so somehow uh, there's a whole stokely,
0: lot stokely jumped into the pool or got knocked in the pool with right. cthulhu yes she uh, got got the shit beat out of her got assimilated she got assimilated yes uh, uh, Frodo threw her body into, once he found out that she was assimilated. Into the equipment he locker. He drug her into a lock yes. um, kind of equipment area.
1: Make a very long story short. Cthulhu chases um, Casey into the gymnasium. He does this ingenious thing where he <laughs> hits the, the bleacher retract button right. and then goes running behind the bleachers. Cthulhu chases him. This part's kind of dumb because Cthulhu's this big lumbering thing but can apparently shapeshift into a hot, naked teenage girl anytime he wants. But instead of doing that, he just stays as the big blubbery thing, gets wedged into the bleachers, and then like spray pukes all over Casey, giving him the creepy crawlies. Yeah. And then uh, Casey, before he gets fully assimilated, grabs all the remaining pen caps and stabs the hell out of Cthulhu with it. Uh, causing hit to dry out and all the creepy crawlies to just kinda jump out of his body. And everybody else's. And then we cut to an epilogue of uh what well, a couple months later where Stan and uh Stokely are now hooked up. Casey and Delilah are hooked up. Zeke is now playing football.
0: And uh Gene Gray's in the stands.
1: Yes. Waving I, I fucking him. I you know, you know what's going down right <clears throat> Uh, and I think that was about it. it's a bit basically a happily ever after with like TV crews, like the mysterious disappearances of the faculty of this small town high school. Yeah, alien invasion possibility okay. angle, and then they all want to interview Casey, and he's a big hero. Yep, that's the end of your movie, there, big fella. Yep, what'd you think of the faculty?
0: One, uh, the uh, Cthulhu version reminds me of Sigmund the sea monster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very much so
0: that is a good analysis uh, too. this movie like plays on a loop on like pluto tv and oh. shit like that <clears throat> so i've seen it passively numerous times mm. yesterday was my most recent very active and attentive watching of this okay gotta tell you this thing's got a lot of fucking holes in it oh yeah so in invasion of the body snatchers the bodies get cloned uh, whoever gets cloned goes into like a the pod. stasis. Yeah. Um, this one, wiggle worm goes in your ear or skin or whatever and you just turn. Yeah. So, if everybody that was turned is the original like body, yeah. how the fuck is Jean Grey still alive? She got decapitated. I think even BB... Uh, Came back to life, her
1: th- wasn't she? I don't think she did.
0: Okay. So let's assume... Okay, But the
1: coach did.
0: All I know is a lot of people who died... Yeah. And those are the original human bodies. Right. Just with wiggle worms. Yeah. Uh, were, a ba- were back alive and fine. Sure. Um, Frodo got those freaking squids shot into his face. Yeah. He didn't have so much as a fucking scar. No. Uh, like, everybody just had regenerative... <laughs> abilities apparently that's
1: the other thing I, i'm going off on a tangent here whenever there's a high school movie not a zit to be found
0: i didn't know that one of I these did motherfuckers not know that was the tangent you were going to let's, break off let's off.
1: go to a random high school we i'm can,
0: sitting here trying to make <laughs> sense out of this illogical point i know of the you movie, are
1: and i appreciate the effort And
0: you want to go into uh let's talk about zits acne control <laughs> <laughs> that's what
1: i'm saying jason no you're right you're absolutely right um
0: it's for all intents and purposes it's it's an enjoyable movie yeah even with its horrible cgi
1: it's late 90s um
0: but this gaping hole of like how everybody just was perfectly fine yeah after you know being shot or decapitated yep like it just makes no sense no that's
1: a big problem um they at, wrapped
0: up too cleanly
1: at a certain point there is more of them than there is us You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They they hammer that point home by saying we're the only six human beings left, uh, in the uh, in the town. Okay, so really, all it would take, like, they're walking through the football game, everybody sees them. Why not just spew them? Get it over with. Yeah. Why Why do we have to go into Cat and Mouse Town? Right. I don't want to, you know, drive. Drag us off topic, sure. Here. And there's there's a lot of problems. Yeah, you want to
0: talk about their acne?
1: I want to get back to zits <laughs> and why we why we didn't see any zits in this movie, Jason. No, it's fine. It's a it's nostalgic for me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know the the late '90s, mid to late '90s, uh, high school scene. Um, Let just the cameos mm-hmm. left and right: Selma Hayek, Famke Jansen, who I completely forgot about. Um, with uh, Jonathan Stewart. Um, the little winks and nods edward
0: furlong edward furlong <laughs> look at him yeah lots of nods
1: i like it man i like it, it it's 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 nothing that's going to scare the pants off you um it's fun it's a, i would say it's a fun horror yeah it's a fun horror yeah movie. uh that's all we got on the old uh faculty i say check it out i think i watched it on paramount plus if i'm not mistaken i'm sure it's out there in other places probably a Tubi or a youtube
0: i think i saw it on
1: pluto Pluto, yeah, definitely on Pluto. Uh, Check it out if you feel like it, inmates. We're going to take us a little break here.
2: If you like what you hear, head over to the Patterdroom Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the t bellin link at patterdroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: And we are back, Jason Harrell. We he is. Oh, Daddy, I, I don't miss high school.
0: No, I did not have that.
1: <laughs> I would love to have had an alien invasion in my high school. Yeah, you know, I might have actually gotten laid that way. Hmm. Not, not the route that I went. But there was everybody. in Not a single fucking pimple in any of these movies. <laughs> I can show you pictures of me, and you've seen pictures of me in high school. I look like a Domino's pizza
0: flavor saver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't the full on. It was like a uh, attempt at a one
0: smattering of hair. <laughs>
1: yeah. You got something on your face there, buddy. Leave me alone. All right, man. You ready to get into this week's meat hook? Sure thing, Jellybean. Let's do it.
2: Three on a meat hook.
1: This week's Meat Hook. Top three movies, horror films from the nineteen nineties. Jason, what you got at number three? My number three,
0: The Sixth Sense.
1: I figured that would pop up in there somewhere.
0: I really enjoy it. I um, like it too. A lot of people can't rewatch it. I actually can re watch it a lot. Okay. Um, even knowing like, you know, the, ending. the big reveal yeah. and all of that. Um, in retrospect, just like watch rewatching it and seeing all of those things you don't you didn't pick up on originally right. Um, plus it's just a solid movie.
1: It is. Um, that's one you got to you definitely got to watch it twice because you're oh, not yeah. gonna the first time you watch it not knowing what's really going on you're gonna be like wait what the no this is, uh, and then you watch it again and you're like ah oh, shit he's right. Yeah. He is right. He didn't change clothes the whole time
0: or whatever. Yeah. That movie was spoiled for me. Was it? The motherfuckers. And I, oh. I dodged people for months. Wow. Like, and because I had heard there was this big reveal. Yeah. And then just got it ruined. Shit. Who
1: is the asshole?
0: This fucking cop I worked with at, <laughs> at, down at Kalinga Police Department. <clears throat> he says, he strolls in and he says, <clears throat> out of nowhere. And he, he ruined three movies in one sentence. Wow. He said, have you noticed how everybody's just like dead in movies lately? <laughs> he said, Bruce Willis in Sixth Sense, uh, Perfect Storm, Everybody Dies. And then the other one was uh, Schwarzenegger, in a Days. <clears throat> and I'm just looking at him like... I like, haven't
1: seen any of those <laughs> movies, asshole.
0: And just... Annihilated. Yeah. Now suck me. a
1: dick on the way out. Would you please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My number three: uh, the <clears throat> remake of House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Nice. Um, loved it. I love the original. Uh, this one I felt like was wasn't so much of a remake as it was like a update. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, the. The original was much more of a murder mystery than any kind of supernatural situation. Uh, Remake was like full-on possession, demons, darkness, all of the above. And Jeffrey, was it Jeffrey? I think it was Jeffrey Rush who played like that bizarro Vincent Price caricature. I could watch him do that character all day long. I thought it was great. Good choice. Yeah, uh, that's my number three. How about number two, big
0: guy? I'll give you uh, Sarah's number three before I. Go oh to sure, my, yeah. <clears throat> go to my number two. Uh, her number three took me by surprise. Bleed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Didn't see that coming.
1: All right. So, <clears throat> I think
0: it's purely because it's vampires and she loves vampires. She
1: gives a lot. She'll. <clears throat> she's a bit of an apologist for vampires. Oh, things. very much so. Yeah. Uh,
0: Good choice, though. Great movie. Um, I am one who. I've never been able to throw that into horror. Horror, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm one that doesn't so much throw Predator and Alien into horror either. Yeah, I can see that. Um, everybody's kind of split on that opinion. Sure. Uh, my, um, my number two is going to be the Blair Witch Project.
1: Okay, I've considered that. Yeah, like that movie a lot.
0: And honestly, I'm torn as to whether or not it's my number one. Okay. But, just, uh, but I'll leave it at two for now.
1: That there there's a serious um like the, the rewatchability of Blair Witch Project for me is stunted by Heather Donahue.
0: I have that rewatched that movie snatch. so many times.
1: She is like
0: I know you hate her.
1: God damn. Damn it, bitch. I Shut your fucking mouth.
0: <laughs> I, think I know. She works. No, I know she's
1: I she that's the reaction that the director and her as a performer wanted to draw out of me and they succeeded. Yeah. But uh goddamn it, she a snatched, Jason. Uh I like it and uh, the kids make some really stupid decisions too, <clears throat> you know?
0: Mhm. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. But th- there's so much about that movie that I love. Uh and Every time I watch it, I remember the first time I watched it, and at the end, I was just so I'm like, "That was a fucking waste." Yeah, like immediately. Yeah, so I rewound it five minutes, played it back through. Saw I think Josh, whoever was at the end, standing in the, in the corner. corner. Was Mike? Mike. Okay. Um, and when I saw it, because I, I didn't see him standing there at first. Yeah. But when I saw him standing there and I remembered the lore, uh-huh. uh, it clicked. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Okay. This movie was great. Okay. So I um, I, I get the feels every time I rewatch it.
1: Okay. Uh, did you see any of the alternative endings?
0: Um, if I have, it was years ago.
1: You does, want, it, you, ring you want me to remind you? Oh, yeah, by all means. So nothing really that big changes. It's just that last frame. <clears throat> In one of them. Uh, he goes down there he's still standing in the in the uh basement facing mm-hmm. the corner but in this one there's a bunch of the little stick men hanging from the ceiling okay that's the only difference in the other one never saw that one and the other one he you run down there uh he's still in the basement but he's floating
0: i think i saw that and
1: he's not facing the corner he's just like free floating
0: yeah i yeah i think i, I definitely saw that Would you i would've... never saw the the thing with the the stick things
1: it, it's it, uh, it there's like three or four. Doesn't
0: sound very impactful. yeah.
1: There's like three or four of them. It's yeah. not not a big deal. Do you think either one of those would have improved or deterred you?
0: No, I love that. I love that. The one, that in the, 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 one the original. Yeah. Okay,
1: very cool. Uh, my number two, mm-hmm. Scream, 1996. Nice. Yeah. Um,
0: my favorite out of the franchise
1: blew my mind. Not so much because of all the meta ho- rules of horror movies or mm-hmm. anything like that, but just the the twist of the multiple killers in the same costume yeah you know i love that i fell in love with Stu. he was always my man yeah um jamie kennedy got on my fucking nerves Um uh, i was i was hot for rose mcgowan and nev campbell and uh you know
0: watching Andrew down- barrymore
1: eh, well she was in it for like three minutes but uh, yeah but still I know, but she was hot back then. But what, even watching it holds up now. Uh, not so. I know that we all have, I obviously all know the twist, mm-hmm. but now it's more of a time capsule, yeah. and I think that even adds more value to it in a way. Uh, that's my number two, Scream. How about number? Or how about uh, Sarah's number two?
0: Uh, her number two, The Crow.
1: You know, I thought seriously about putting that one on my list. Yeah, I thought to myself. I- Jason's going to fucking kick me in the balls and tell me it's not a horror movie, so I'm going to avoid that kick to the crotch. Yeah,
0: again, uh, it's a movie that I, I personally, I know a lot of people do, I personally don't consider it horror, but but everybody's got the, their way of classifying. Right. Uh, a lot of people
1: would point you towards a rape revenge horror film. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it would sure, be. Sure, that's to. true. I don't know that I agree with that because uh, it's way more action than it is horror. The setting is Horror um there's some horrific things that happen but way too much with the kickflips and the you know that, <laughs> yeah. that that'll take you right out of horror town is a kickflip well,
0: basically blade without you know vampirism. vampires yeah.
1: yeah and a much better soundtrack if you yeah ask me. so good That's right
0: so good <laughs> right on i'm down with the crow uh my number one stir of echoes
1: i had a feeling that one would show up also
0: Uh, But again, I am very torn as to between that and Blair Witch about what my what my ranking is, because Stir of Echoes to me is my most rewatchable horror movie. Okay, Um, But I think I just there's something about Blair Witch that I enjoy um, from a horror perspective than than Stir of Echoes. I get that. But I really love Stir of Echoes.
1: I like that. I like it, too.
0: It's just a really good movie. Yeah. Um, It is, without a doubt, my most rewatchable movie.
1: Would you say it's your favorite ghost story?
0: Uh, To me, it's kind of light on the ghosty action. Um, It depends on if paranormal activity is considered ghost or demonic.
1: Yeah, it's a weird gray line there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Right on. Your number one.
0: Candyman, oh, 1992. I, I kind of
1: thought. Yeah, buddy. From, what was it? Crotched, from groin to gullet. Ah. Dude, I uh, love the original. Um, some The sequels were dog shit, and they yeah. just basically took a big fat dump all over the lore of Daniel Robitaille.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I feel like the remake did, too, to be honest with you.
0: There's... I'm an outlier with Candyman because there's just something off with the pacing of that movie. Really? You think yeah, so? I, I love it. Every time I've tried to rewatch it, like it just drags for me.
1: That's I think that's kind of the point, is that you start off with a young lady who's trying to better herself and to, you know, rise above her station. And in doing so, her subject matter for her thesis is this urban legend, and she gets she goes so far down the rabbit hole that she actually becomes part of the urban legend. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not a quick story to tell. That's one that you have to you have to go through the various levels of her descent.
0: I mean, um, there's there's a lot about it that I really like. Oh, I love the hell. Um, of it. It's just that the, something about the pacing. I, I guess the kind of maybe the the first act. I, I get it's, that. It's just really kind of drag for Yeah, and
1: the, if there's one part that I could remove from the film altogether, it would be the fake Candyman with his homeboys hanging out in public restrooms. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Candyman, bitch. <laughs> Give me your tootsie roll. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here (laughs) with with your uh, weirdo afro. Uh, Good choice, Uh, though.
0: How about number one for Sarah? Her number one, the Blair Witch Project. I figured that. Uh, She did say, however, that Scream, Misery, and Casper are runners. Oh, very cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She wanted to put Casper in there just to irritate you.
1: I know. I know she did, and I'm not going to give her the satisfaction. I'll be irritated quietly by myself after we're done recording.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Blair Witch is great. It is. There are uh, a lot of people that... I'd hate that movie, though.
1: Um, I think a lot of people were disappointed by the lack of actually getting to see something, which I get. You know, you, you hang with these kids for an hour and a half.
0: You expect to at least something. Sure. You know, uh, you know but for some, some movies, seeing it ruins it.
1: Yeah, I don't need it. And uh, to be honest with you, if they just pay to a old lady standing around, that would have pissed me off even more because I would have like, get the fuck out of here.
0: It's kind of like Barbarian, like... I loved that movie until I saw too much.
1: <laughs> you saw a lot. <laughs> I saw a lot. <laughs> there was a lot to see there, my friend. <laughs> and it was flabby and fucking jiggling. <laughs> right on, inmates. We would love to know what your top three uh, movies of the 90s are. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. There's all kinds of contact us links, meat hook links, everything you need to do to get a hold of us. But now it is time for the Terra Dome. No tears,
2: please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll be crazy. And I'll kill you all. And I'll be like, a Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. The blackest eyes the devil's eyes. <laughs> Welcome to the Terradome.
1: First last week's winner. Singles competition we had Lilith from Bordello of Blood versus Eddie Quist from The Howling. <clears throat> the prophecy had been fulfilled. The key was in her hands now and no man on heaven or earth would hold dominion over her. The body of the broken wolf at her feet was already shifting back to human and would be less than bone and dust when she was done with it. With a vote of 5-3, to three, Lilith advances over Eddie Quist, Jason. Yeah, boy. I knew it. He's too sexy, man. Way too sexy. And
0: he's too horny.
1: See how that works?
0: I'm a big fan of The Howling. Do, do, I, I, and I love Eddie. Just the first one, though. Just the first
1: Did You ever see the second one? Yeah. Beat your dick clean off to that one, too. <laughs> we want to see some werewolf sex? If,
0: if you could go and, and edit one scene out of The Howling... It would be a, a perfect werewolf movie. For are me.
1: you talking about the uh, cartoony? <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, that's that's pretty hard to watch. It is. <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's matchup. We are in the Inferno Conference, round seven. As usual, bear wi- bear with me, inmates. I'm not much of a writer, and this one was tricky. Kathy had seen the end and warned the whole family, but they had insisted on going hunting anyway. Tad and his new girlfriend as well. It was a Christmas tradition. Now the spirit had gotten loose, killed Dolly, and taken possession of Sarah. It, through Sarah, was hunting them, one by one. Gary and Uncle Pete make a run for it, hoping to find protection in the old mental asylum down, down the holler. What they find instead is a nude girl restrained in the basement, beaten, malnourished, and notably deranged. Another one of the samurai's victims, or just some poor girl abducted. They didn't have time to ask doing the right thing they cut her loose just as the samurai breaches the basement door the girl lunges at the samurai as pete and gary bolt for the exit singles competition jason we have the dead girl versus the samurai from bloodbeat whom you insisted on putting into the terradome <laughs> Please tell me you're going to vote for the fucking samurai.
0: I'm taking the samurai. I got to
1: take the samurai too, man. The dead girl is sexy, but uh, the samurai is a wildly out of place samurai warrior from uh, I, I think uh, World War II. Yeah, which doesn't make doesn't really make a lot of sense. But he's in Wisconsin and he's uh, killing people. On yeah, I mean
0: he's in Wisconsin. You don't need more explanation than that. Nope,
1: there you have it. <laughs> All right, inmates, get us your votes by next week. It's the samurai from Bloodbeat versus the dead girl from Dead Girl. Uh, again, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. Get your votes in that way. Or reach us on the mental health hotline, area code 775 Or just call us to, uh, uh, tell us to fuck off. Call us to, or send us uh, gay porn uh, novels with my face on it. I'm okay with that. Also, uh, whatever
0: you guys want to do, we're here for you. I did not remember mentioning the samurai. <laughs> Somehow the samurai. I'm glad I did. The samurai made his way in, and he is—he's bringing
1: it home. He's probably. <laughs> <laughs> How about a little? Uh, what are you looking at there, Jason? I... What are you looking at? I well, only got one movie in this week, Jason, in between rounds of Mortal Kombat and Pop Warner football. It's the elevator game from 2023. It's fine. Is it? It's, yeah, it's based on that weird urban legend yeah. or creepy pasta or whatever it is. Uh, you go to a weird uh, other dimension if you go up and down and up and down a certain amount of times. There's some there's some creepy moments in it, but other than that, it's it's relatively tame, I'd say. It's yeah. streaming on Shudder if you're interested at all. That's all I'm looking at, homeboy. How about you?
0: Uh, I didn't get to watch anything. Nothing at all. No, with between Halloween shit and just dicking around, na- taking naps, taking fucking <laughs> naps. No, I, honestly, I think the majority of my time is going uh, into re rewatching um, a TV show called *Halt and Catch Fire* um halt and catch fire yeah what is this it is not anything you would have any desire to watch it's all about like early 80s technology it's very drama okay (laughs) sounds sounds delightful but i've only got one month of amc plus to get it knocked out so i got I gotta get this shit Whoa, out. Whoa,
1: that's going to cost you a couple trips to the thrift store, sir.
0: I have been trying to uh and this is why I resubscribed to Netflix was because the uh like a new episode of or maybe I just missed it of Black Mirror um was still lingering unwatched. Oh. So I have tried to rewatch or to watch this one damn episode of Black Mirror and I cannot get through it. It's fucking terrible. Really? Yeah. Which one is it? Uh, something about what's the most, the most recent one. Oh, I have
1: no idea. Yeah. I stopped it's after like season, season three five,
0: you know, whatever episode it is. And yeah. it's something about, it's like a, I believe an Indian girl, um, and, uh, some kind of demon. Like, I don't know. She's got to kill so many people. Like I just, I think I've started watching it five times. Okay. And dude, it's not even that long and I can't finish it. Wow. It's pretty fucking bad. Sounds like it. Yeah. So. All right. And all that's right. it. That's all you Nothing got. Nothing else. Nerdy right. shit.
1: How about a little uh, immersion therapy then?
2: <laughs> immersion therapy.
0: Now, do I start off calling you a sack full of motherfuckers, or do I end with calling you a sack full of motherfuckers?
1: I mean, you can call me whatever you want, <laughs> a sack full, a handful, pocketful it's not good, man. No,
0: it has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. Okay, what's your,
1: what's your beef?
0: My beef, you sack full of motherfuckers, <laughs> is that time and again you have said that Trick or Treat is not an anthology. Right. Yet, you referred to this movie as an anthology. Okay. Using your own classification of anthology, this doesn't fit.
1: How does it not fit?
0: You said that for an anthology to be a true anthology, that the wraparound kind of needs to pop up throughout the Well, there needs to
1: be a start and a stop to each segment.
0: A start and a stop to each segment? Yeah.
1: What do you mean? You know when one starts and yeah. the next one, and it stops, and the next one starts. Oh boy, there's no continuous storyline, is what I'm telling you. So go ahead. <laughs> You're going to tell me there was a continuous storyline? Oh no, these there two? wasn't.
0: Yeah, and that was that's my beef. I, I wouldn't. You you have said previously, uh, correct, that it needs to that it pops up. Like, okay, throughout the story, sure. Like the the thing that ties it together, sure. But the, there's none of that. This is just two stories. It's
1: just two stories.
0: Two very long stories.
1: Hour each.
0: Especially that last good. one.
1: Not very good at all.
0: All I'm saying is, one of these days, I am going to get you to concede your argument on anthologies. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you sack full of motherfuckers. You're sack of shit. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. Harvey Keitel was very extra. In he
1: it. was extra to Keitel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is totally queer in a beret um <laughs> he
1: was married to it though
0: he is uh, i don't
1: know who told him to wear that thing
0: um i mean i honestly i didn't mind the highlight like, i did like the weekend at bernie's part that uh tom hardy <laughs> was talking about <laughs> bye uh. um i didn't mind the cat segment it was just way too long
1: i thought they both were mm. um i don't know the the thing that killed the cat segment for me so badly was the wife that i don't know who that lady was but she cannot act and hmm. she's not very attractive and I don't know whose dick she sucked to get into this movie,
0: but... I'll tell you who she's more attractive than. Adrian Barbeau. Barbeau.
1: And she was not... They didn't do her any favors. I understand this is a movie from, what, 1990?
0: I feel so sorry for the guy that had to <laughs> smooch on that dude. Oh, come on. She is so handsome. Uh, what? She's a rugged woman.
1: <laughs> she is. She is. I'll <laughs> give you that. She's definitely looked better. And that hair... That hair
0: helmet. Profondo
1: thing that they did to her. Did not do her any favors at all. Um, These were both very boring to me. They could have been whittled down to an hour, like a half hour each probably. These are basically Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah, yeah, I got such a a raging heart on when I saw there was going to be a movie that was jointly directed by George Romero Mm -hmm. and Dario Argento. And then when this thing finally hit uh, Warehouse Records and Tapes, which used to be off of Kitski, I was the first kid there. Got it. Took
0: it home. Fucking yeah. Rubbed one out to Adrian Barbeau. And, bar, 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 <laughs> <beer>. <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, I like that segment also. Um, I mean, all in all, I didn't dislike this movie at all. It's it's it, just way, way, way too long.
1: Way too. It struck it struck me as being very bland we could have wrapped we could have you know ratcheted a few things up a notch here yeah uh the ending of the adrian barbot the case of m valdemort that was just dumb all <laughs> the shadow people show up in the guy's apartment yeah all right fuck get the fuck out of here
0: but i, I kind of liked it i like I, well i like how um even though it was kind of goofy and silly uh that the old man um you know couldn't couldn't release because he was still trapped in, the, in like the, this like hypnosis state. Yeah, um, and you can only be rele- released by who put you under. Right. So obviously that fucked over the young guy. Correct. Um, so I kind I kind of like that little that little bit. Sure. But yeah, those shadow people look like shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're not my favorite. All right, moving right along. Uh, Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Relic from 2022. This one just hit streaming on Shudder. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate me.
2: Educating Miss Monica.
1: First, my clues from last week. I am a uh, attractive 14-year-old girl who just got dumped at a European boarding school. Uh, I'm being bullied by the rest of the twats that live here. Good for me, though. I happen to be able to control insects using my abilities and also there is a deranged killer running around i can use my insect abilities to battle him as well and there's also a random monkey that shows up which is fascinating 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 have you ever seen phenomenon or uh, no. creepers Mm-mm. it's it's a, a roller coaster there jason and it is full of some of the weirdest shit you've ever seen in your life especially like the last five minutes when it's just pockmarked with random explosions for no apparent reason
0: good show yeah i don't i don't think i've seen it
1: like a 12 year old jennifer Connolly as huh. the the main very interesting who might i be this week you ask jason i am a lonely um it says it all possibly well we knew that part already <laughs> didn't we uh possibly widowed uh frontier wife my closest neighbor is about uh, two miles away. I can kind of see his house if I look at the horizon and squint. My husband may be back anytime. time. Uh, I may be going crazy in this isolated, desolate landscape with my fucking cabin that's about the size of a shoebox. Uh, good thing I have this weird religious uh, pamphlet to keep me company and put even more ideas in my head about demons and uh, other weird shit. And by the way, it's very breezy out, so that's fucking with my head, too. And if it doesn't shut up, I let me get some sleep, I might just kill myself. Who might I be, you ask?
0: We do ask.
1: Tune in next week. I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, Tony, join us next week for Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 version, you motherfuckers, because we can do that, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, comment, subscribe if you enjoyed what you heard tonight. Uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running if anybody's interested. Find anything you need to know about us, paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, links to all of the uh, Patreon stuff. Um, get a hold of us there. Uh, look at all the gay stuff that Tony's posting about me. Some of it is actually pretty good, and I think I look good in those jeans. You know what I'm saying? It's, white but, dashing. Uh, not, the, not the white trash one. Especially
0: white, with that flavor saver. Uh,
1: well, yeah. I wish you would find a better picture of me, man. That's, <laughs> it's getting... Uh, Tony, I will send you better pictures, dude. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's about it for us. You got anything else, Jay? That's all I got. Four. Um, frontier uh, lonely women and the things they do to keep themselves occupied. Um, goddamn high school in the 90s. Those cool uh, college sweaters. I don't know what happened to those. I had like six or eight of them, and they just – Van- every all of a sudden, I wore one out, and everybody's making fun of me. So no more of those, I yeah. guess.
0: No idea why you weren't popular.
1: I know, right? I granted, I was in my forties when I started wearing those <laughs> <laughs> again. Um, what else? Uh, weird homemade drugs. Uh, collectible. Popcorn buckets, of course. Snorting scat. Snorting scat. Don't do it. Okay? I know it sounds like a good time. Just don't even think about it. It's just gonna make a mess. You're gonna have to throw your shirt away.
0: Shitting in backpacks.
1: Well, that is something I can speak with an education on. <laughs> and the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye.